Emotional eaters unite for this episode. You're one of those people that just eats when you're not feeling great. You eat when you're oh, – this doesn't have to be a bad thing. You be, eat when you feel good. It could be your reward system, right? Well, I think that Leah, who is our therapist friend, is going to have a few pointers today. If you happen to be an emotional eater, you can always tell my state of emotion by my weight. If I'm thinner, I am always feeling better. If I'm heavier, I'm not feeling good. Always. Also, the length of my beard. Same rules apply, but that has nothing to do with this episode. We're talking about emotional eating today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to this Daylight Savings Time edition of the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. We are a podcast that's based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Well, let's get the obvious out of the way. It's Daylight Savings Time today, and I don't care what time you're listening to this podcast. I don't care if you're listening to it later in the week, maybe two (laughs) weeks. Actually, according to a survey, uh, people say it takes them about, about an entire week to get adjusted mm. with daylight savings time. Now, I love this side, this side of it. Like mm. this is my, this is my jam. This is we're recording. It's five forty, and it's just it's bright as hell outside. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to this. I feel like it's about to get warm and uh, mm-hmm. feel good. It's so exciting. Feel good about it. Uh, I'll read you a few facts though, about daylight savings time because I know it's probably affecting you at some some level today. Mm-hmm. 61% of Americans say they significantly feel the effects of losing that hour of sleep. Mm. 61%. So um, is this where we lose the hour of sleep? Yeah, this is uh-huh. when we lose it, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and um, the worst is, is today, by the way. This Monday is the absolute the worst day you're going to feel. Um, getting up. So yesterday wasn't as bad because you probably had a little bit of flexibility when it came to your schedule. Um, according, uh, assuming the government isn't going to get rid of daylight savings time, um, what would make this time uh, change smoother? And a separate survey found 70% of people think it should be moved at 2 a.m. on Sunday. I mean, from Sunday to Saturday at 2 a.m. Hmm. Then at least you have like the extra day, you know, to get adjusted over the weekend. Wait a minute. How are you feeling, mom? It does. Yes. Oh, yeah. I see. Starting on Saturday at 2 a.m. Right. So basically when you wake up on Saturday, the time changes happen. I like that. So Uh, everyone. Uh Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I thought you were asking me how we did. I am curious. I had something to say, but go ahead. (laughs) I'm I'm curious about both. (laughs) Okay. This is fine. Okay. So, um, you know, we set all our clocks last night. Yeah. And um, we don't sleep with the heat on at night, but we put it on like 58 so that if it gets brutally cold, you know, it'll come on uh, before the program, which starts at 630. Right. So this morning at 630, it was 58 or whatever, 59, whatever. And the heat came on. 59 in your house? Uh Uh-huh. That's so cold. Oh, we love sleeping in the cold. And we we love not hearing the noise of the of the heater. So um anyway, it came on and at seven o'clock it was still fifty-nine. We're like, uh-oh, this is not good. Now, mind you, it was twenty-one degrees here this morning. So yeah. it was cold. Cold, cold, yeah. Uh-huh. So I got up and turned it on emergency heat and it kicked in, you know, after an, another five minutes or so, and it finally warmed up. But 
we were so out of whack today and we've been just whacked out all day. So, yeah, you know, we just kind of threw like you off an, a little bit. Yeah, we've been an hour off. Our family call, and we delayed an hour. Um, and then, you know, we're having lunch. And I looked over at the clock. I said, my God, it's 2.45. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt too. Like all day, it just felt like the longest day. But then like because I haven't changed my actual clock by my bed, uh-huh. uh, but I changed my cell phone. So I look over. I'm like, it's what is it? It's 10 a.m. I go, away. it's 11. Okay, never mind. All right, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, I, but it's I get, once I get adjusted, I will be I'll be messed up the next couple of days. But then I'll I feel so much better once everything gets regulated with this um, this side of the world mm-hmm. of uh, of sunlight. And I, I was going to say earlier that uh, Arizona people don't even have to worry about it. I don't know why we're still doing this. I don't, I don't know, know why either. in the world we have to go through this. Mm-hmm. I, something about farming and something about uh, about buses. No, and there's a lot of different reasons to say why now. we do this. Yeah, really. Uh-uh. But when I lived in Arizona, that was probably my favorite thing about living in Arizona, honestly. I, I didn't love a ton of things about living in Arizona. Well, I love the weather in the winter. It was nice. Yeah. Uh, but I uh, I, love, I love the listeners of the radio station, and I love not having daylight savings time. Other than that, <laughs> I, love, I love the Mexican food. Other than that, I didn't really love, love a lot about living in Arizona. But, um, yeah, that was uh, – it was a real nice perk. You know, every year they say they're, you know, they're thinking about voting. It's always on a it. bill, yeah. But no, they never do. <laughs> Though I'm sure by today, when I go into the radio station, there's going to be plenty of stories popping up. This is when the stories get popular about there's a change for daylight savings time. Uh-huh. There's a bill, you know, that's going into. But it never. I don't know why they never change it. Of all the things in the world, you think that like we could get rid of and not need to worry about <laughs> daylight savings time. Exactly. And like, can anyone who's disagreeing with that? Who's the anti-daylight savings time people? Right. Who's arguing that fact? You know what I mean? Like who? Who is anti-daylight savings time? <laughs> I've never met anyone in my life that's like, oh my God. Like I feel like we're so polarized on everything except for daylight savings time. <laughs> it might be the one thing that unites this country if you think about it, our hatred for <laughs> having to change our clocks. Uh-huh. It just doesn't, doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's – you know what? We're going to do this. Because I want to, I want to get the facts again of why exactly we do this. I don't remember I, every year. I feel like I look this up. Why do we have first thing I do? Why do we have daylight savings time? First thing in Google, they know. All right, are you ready? Yes. Daylight savings time was first introduced in America in 1918 as a way to conserve electricity during the First World War. Okay, mm-hmm. seems irrelevant. Uh, right now, yeah, exactly. At the time, farmers lobbied hard against the practice as their day is uh, dictated by the sun rather than the clock. And then um, agricultural groups led a 1919 fight to repeal daylight savings time, but they were overruled by Congress. Now, a century later, uh, the time shift still takes place across most of the United States with the exception of Hawaii and most of Arizona. Mm. Uh, But why? I just don't understand why. Like, okay, why? (laughs) Um, it just doesn't seem like we need it. Mm-mm. I'm a, I'm skimming through an article by modernfarmer.com, by the way. <laughs> so if anyone's going to be arguing, I feel like it's going to be these guys, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it keeps talking in this article is talking about how people try to repeal it for years now and no one's been able to, um, it says, here's some reasons. It says uh, it confuses the animals. Well, yeah, Kiki gets so confused at daylight savings time. Because, mm. like, at, at 10 o'clock, she goes over to her bowl and's like, hello. And I'm like, Kiki, <laughs> you don't understand. I can't explain to you. It's not actually 11 or 11.30 right now. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah. They don't care what the clock says. 
Um, they say we actually uh, need more light in the morning. Okay. It's just plain disruptive. This is from modernfarmer.com. Uh, it says there are some benefits. Let's read some of these. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry to not prep for this better. Said some readers mentioned enjoying the extra light at the end of their day mm-hmm. to tend to their garden and spend more time outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, light is precious. We have short days. Yep. 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 Does it make sense to get rid of daylight? So what's holding them back? Okay, here we go. Well, if the measures were introduced to save energy, the time shift could generate savings for government. However, it's debatable if daylight savings time ever actually did save energy in the first place. Hmm. One study found that after Indiana uh, introduced daylight savings time, there was an increase of electricity used, resulting in an added cost of $9 million. Wow. So it looks like we it looks like nobody actually cares about daylight. Even the uh-huh. farmer, modern farmer. <laughs> Or benefits from it now. Doesn't really seem to really no. care. No. I'm trying to see if I can find anything else about it, about why it won't go away. Um, and, uh, no, I can't really see why we're keeping it. I have no idea. If you have, if you have any information about daylight savings time, you want to call in because I don't. I'm just. I'm again. I'm just kind of googling as we're talking today. Um, 888-Kramer-Ape. I'm not a fan. There's got to be somebody that probably likes time change, but it's just not me. It's not me. You can leave no. it this way right here forever, and I'll be just mm-hmm. fine. Me too. Um, My mom has her very first enemy, I think, in her whole <laughs> entire life. We never thought we'd be able to find a Nancy Yancey enemy, but we've possibly found it. Oh, my. What's happening, Mom? This is such a small town story. It's so funny. So uh, most of you who listen often know that that I have a, a great relationship with the people that work in the bakery at Ingalls because... Which is a grocery store. Yes, which is a local grocery store. And um, Jay Mack and I enjoy their La Brea sourdough bread, but we want it sliced, right? So... <laughs> They, they all are very we talk, we talk so much about this damn. <laughs> this is small town America. This yeah, is what I happens. See just saying. I see it. Just uh-huh. wait till you're retired and live in a small town. I know. It's a lot. <laughs> anyway, there is one woman, only one, that absolutely despises if I ask her to slice the bread. So I went in there today, and sure enough, there's one loaf of sourdough and it's not sliced, and I looked over, and she's the only one there. And she's and what does she look like, by the way? I'm just just she's a little woman. She's very feisty. She looks like she's about five feet tall. She might be in her late fifties. Yeah, and not friendly. I mean, the other women in the bakery tell me she's just not a happy person <laughs> because I've okay. talked to them about her. Okay. They go, "Oh yeah, don't take it personally. She's just not a happy person." I go, "Okay." <laughs> so, so today she is scrubbing the floor, and of course has her head down. She's not about to look up to see if there's a customer there. <laughs> So I go over to where she is, not behind the counter, but to the end of the counter. And I said, excuse me. Oh, my God. When she saw me standing there with that loaf of sourdough bread, if (laughs) looks could kill, I would be dead right now. 
Because <laughs> she, she just, because why? Because she's just so. Oh, she looked at me and she said, you is, it, you, is it, because every time you're every asking time, for this? Every time, every time she argues about it. So she looked at me and she said. And how many, wait, really quick. Sorry. How yeah. many times, how many times do we think this, this has happened? With her? Oh, with her. probably five or six, but okay. I haven't seen her in a couple of months, right? But oh yeah, no, yeah, she yeah, remembered yeah. me. And she said, <laughs> well, as I've told you before, it's probably going to tear apart if I slice it. And she said it just <laughs> like that. I said, I understand, but it's fine. I'll pay for it if it does, just as always. She goes, okay. And she changes her gloves and she storms over there and she slices the bread and it comes apart okay but she's so mad she's so mad about it she kind of <laughs> stuffs it all back into the bag it's going everywhere it's all twisted up it's yeah. such a mess oh my god <laughs> and then i said thank you very much and she goes you're welcome <laughs> 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 so you you've literally created an enemy. Done. She hates me. Oh, yeah. she just hates so like me. now you almost dread it. This this bread. <laughs> I've never seen bread cause more issues. <laughs> I'm like scared to get old because like I'm afraid, I'm afraid like this is going to become my life. I'm just worried about the slicing of bread. There's a story. If you listen to this podcast for a while now, you know my parents used to like get in a fight with them about bread before same bread. It's just. Uh, that's, that's my mom's only enemy. Do you have any other enemies in the world, mom, you think? Anybody that just doesn't like you? Oh, I'm sure there are lots of people that don't like, like me. Like, can you think of anybody that doesn't like but you, I like, off the top of your head? I don't, none that I know about. <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> I could name, like, I could literally name about 30 people right now that don't like me. No, you could not. Oh, easily. Uh-uh. Easily. Easily <laughs> 30 people. I could just rattle through names right now if you want them. You really can't think of – you really – honest to God, other than the woman at Ingalls, you can't think of one person that doesn't like you? No, I really – not that I know That's really impressive. That's super impressive. If I I knew someone didn't like me, that would be so disturbing to me. God. I would be trying to make amends for sure. I'm not even talking about listeners. I'm just talking about people in my life too that I know just (laughs) – Honey, I don't think rough. you're right about that. I mean, come on. Okay, how about my, we can start with my ex-wife? How about you want to start there? <laughs> okay. My, ex, my whole ex-wife's family. Okay. Okay. Well, that's so there's, three. There's ten. You know, right there. <laughs> um, everybody used to work with before. They don't no, really like me that much they anymore. They do not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's um, fine. You have more friends than enemies, right? I hope. <laughs> I need to start keeping so a uh, tally over here. I'd be, I'd be scared to find out the truth on that one, keep, honestly. Keep a log. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So what I want to do is I'm curious if anybody else gets super defensive about when somebody gets something incorrect about their dog. Because I know we got a lot of dog people listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I found myself getting really oddly defensive this weekend over Kiki. Mm-hmm. Now, in case you don't know, I've got a five-pound chihuahua. She's uh, 12, almost 13. Mm-hmm. And she – her name is K-I-K-I. Mm-hmm. And I had to take her into the vet this weekend. I took her to go get her uh, – what's it called? Like annual test or whatever, mm-hmm. checkup. Mm-hmm. Not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do any blood work. And I felt weird about that. So I went back and I was like, hey, like I just want to – like get blood work done. Like I don't feel like I feel like she's you know she's twelve thirteen years old and she's and on I felt like every, 
on medic. She's on four medications. Right. And I felt like in San Diego, I was getting those done like every six months. And I don't know if they were ripping me off or not. They're like, oh yeah, we don't, we don't typically do that unless somebody asked for it. I'm like, well, that's weird to so me. So I don't know either. It is, somebody's wrong. I'm not sure which side's wrong, but <laughs> the one, one side or the other's wrong here. Right. <laughs> so, um, as I'm, and by the way, $230 for blood yeah. work, just FYI, it is not mm-hmm. a, um, is not a cheap process Mm-mm. to get your animals uh, checked out Mm-mm. as they get older. So two hundred thirty dollars. Everything at the vet plus two hundred dollars. Oh, easily, mm-hmm. just easily. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I should have requested or not because if it comes back, if she comes back healthy, I'm gonna be a little bit pissed. You know, like like ten percent mad. <laughs> so like, there's no point we did that. Um, but they, in my vet, for some reason, under the spelling of her name, it's K E K E. And again, it doesn't really matter. Mm. It is a dog. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's it's literally a creature that they don't even have to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like it's not like they, they see her once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. It's not about like we're friends. <laughs> like <laughs> it doesn't really matter how they spell it, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I found myself getting super defensive as I was sitting there looking at her chart about like, should I actually like I don't know why I have this like terrible urge inside of me because that's just not how you spell her name, uh-huh, you know? Uh-huh. And I saw like the whole vet visit, I was sitting there like, should I say something? Like, like, like it just, it struck me as like painful that uh-huh. like they had my dog's name spelled incorrectly <laughs> on their chart. And then I started thinking about why in the world, and I don't know if you're the same way or not, but I'm kind of curious if you're the same way, defensiveness over your pets. Cause again, it doesn't matter. Like none of the stuff that I'm talking about actually has any kind of relevance in your life at all. But I was thinking about how I get so <laughs> mad and not even mad, but I feel – I don't get mad. Mad's the wrong word. I just – I have to correct someone uh-huh. if somebody calls Kiki a boy. Like I just oh, uh-huh. can't let it go. Uh-huh. Like it has no relevance. <laughs> the sex of my dog has no relevance <laughs> on anyone's life. For cute, Especially strangers that are just happening to be like walking by. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, what a cute boy. Uh-huh. Or he. And I say, say he. You know, oh my God, how old is he? Uh-huh. And like – I should let it go. Like it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. I always have to be um, actually, mm, actually, <laughs> it's a girl. Okay, like actually, it's a girl. Like why? <laughs> like, why do I feel like that's so utterly important to like for people to understand the gender of my dog, the sex of my dog? I don't understand. Okay, she's that's like your baby. She's like your child. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I just can't let it go. And I had to literally sit there for like twenty minutes and like let the spelling of my dog's name that's absolutely no relevance <laughs> on anyone's life. I like it bothered me for 20 whole minutes oh, and I kept geez. sitting there like, do I need to go back to the front and correct that? <laughs> Have them go back on her chart. So it says K I K I. Yeah, you do. Would you do that? Would you ask them to change yes, that? Or is that I just would. stupid? Yes, I would. Because that's <laughs> like, not that was, her name. That was so dumb to me. And if you have like, her why? records transferred to another vet, that'll be a problem. They'll be able to understand it. It's not like it was like Q U E Q U E or something. <laughs> Like it's just K E K E, which still sounds like Kiki. There's not even a real name. Who knows how you spell it? Like, actually, makes more sense with an E anyway. But but your Kiki is K I K I. Just dumb, just dumb, dumb, dumb. All right, Mom. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay, it's from Nicole Kidman. Are she and Keith Urban still married? Uh, 
I think so. Oh, as far as I know, I'm pretty sure they are. I hope so. They're so cute together. Um, life has got all those twists and turns. You've got to hold on tight and off you go. Remember that. Lots of twists and turns in life. It's interesting. Hold on. It is interesting. Because life is going to move whether, no matter what happens, time keeps moving. Time marches on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It is weird, right? It's just so weird how we expect everything just to be there the next day. Mm -hmm. We just expect it, right? When you woke up this morning, you expected to drive your job. You expected your loved ones to be there. Right. You expected daylight savings time to happen. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, and you really don't know. And and by the way, thank you to everybody that reached out. Um, I was so sweet on social media, but off social media this week, and I kind of just want to take a break for just a minute. Um, but I, I saw I, I will be going through. But I haven't responded to your comment on the certified fans page or your DM. I'll get to it today. Um, I know I was reading through a lot of them. It made me feel really good on mm-hmm. on Friday. So thank you so much for all your comments and posts. Um, I was in case you weren't here. I was dealing with. I've just I'm not. I've been kind of feeling in the dumps and. Somebody said, and I forget who it was, so forgive me. I should do a lot better job of like quoting who is saying this stuff because it's really good stuff that's posted or said to me mm-hmm. sometimes. But they were just talking about how you just have to enjoy every chapter. Like no chapter is mm-hmm. better or worse than the other. Mm-hmm. And like it's just kind of where you are right now. Like I'm I am, I'm in this chapter right now. Like mm-hmm. it's, frust- it's a frustrating chapter because there's not a lot of clarity. I don't have like – my last chapter I felt like was – well, no. Mm-mm. Well – when I got to San Diego, I felt like those, those, those first couple of years were really solid. My marriage wasn't great, but like it was fine. Mm-hmm. But like I was busting ass at work and we we're doing well. I was having fun and we had a big support staff and work is actually fairly easy. I remember I called mm-hmm. Miguel, my buddy, one day and I was like, I leave it. I get there like 545 and I leave at 1015. There's literally nothing else I can do. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's nothing now like, shit, I get there at 5.15, mm-hmm. I leave at like 12.30, and there's yeah. still about 150 things I could be doing. Yeah. Because I'm not big support staff anymore. Right. Um, but I'm really, that's what I'm really going to try to do is like just enjoy these next six months, yes. not knowing what's going to be next. Because yes. I'm really, I will say, I think my, and I want somebody to check in with me. Um, well, I'm, not, I'm about to say in a month I'll be, in, I'll be getting back from Hawaii. Uh-huh. Hope um, you're good then. But maybe right before we go to Hawaii, let's do a check in that for that, that week of. Let's see if we can remember this, Mom. I know I'm, I'm probably not going to, but let's try. Okay. Um, let's try and see if just the time change alone. Hmm. Really, I know when it, when I put shorts on again, mm-hmm. I bet my mood will start to change mm-hmm. exponentially, or at least I'll be able to handle things mm-hmm. a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, all Arizona, California. Georgia, Florida people like this, this seasonal affect stuff, man. Like I didn't, I barely left my condo this, uh, this weekend. It's cold here. Snowing snowed all day on Saturday. Well, it didn't, most of the day. It didn't it snow in Atlanta. It didn't snow here, but it was 21 last night. Yeah. Cold. It's crazy. I never experienced anything like it before in my <laughs> life, but how like the winter just really, bog, it just makes everything a whole lot for me. Mm-hmm. It just makes everything a whole lot more difficult to deal yes. with. Yes. Yes. Everything is like about double as difficult. Yes. So I'll be curious. Once I can get shorts on, mm-hmm. I want to do a mood check and let's just see how we're feeling after that. Cause I feel like at that point I'll probably, and then I want to go back over the problems I think I'm having right now, you know? Right. 
and see how heavy they are. Cause right now they still feel pretty heavy. You know, it was a good weekend. I feel pretty good, but, yeah. um, still feels life just feels heavy, you know, yeah. but anyway, back to the quote. So, uh, yeah, just trying to enjoy the chapter because mm-hmm. it's just, uh, this is, you know, I don't know. I don't know where I'll be in six months. Maybe yeah. I'll be here. Maybe it'll be round two in Baltimore. I don't mm-hmm. know. You don't Maybe know. it won't be, you know, but, but hold uh, on. So life on, is man. coming at you. You never know what's going to happen. Mm-mm. So never know. All right. There you go. That's our quote for today. Happy mm-hmm. Monday, everybody. Um, yes. All right. We're going to get to Leah. She's on in just a few minutes. Manscaped is a sponsor of our podcast today. We thank yes. them. They have got their new ultra premium collection for all of our certified mama dudes. Uh, also, if you've got a man in your life looking for a great gift, maybe a birthday is coming up. Maybe, uh, maybe just a, a love you gift. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Love a lot of guys could use this. Mm-hmm. I could have used this, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, new Ultra Premium Collection from Manscaped. Here we go. Let's walk through it. Ultra, inf- I'm sorry, Cologne Infused Ultra Premium Body Wash with aloe vera and sea salt to lather your skin. Keep you feeling moisturized all day. On top of that, we got uh, hair care. It's the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Because let me tell you what guys hate. A shampoo and a conditioner. <laughs> I don't know why we hate that. It's just an extra step we don't need, you know? Uh-huh. Two and one makes it so much better. Uh-huh. Um, when you hop out, you get the uh, Manscaped aluminum-free deodorant. Then you're going to hit the body with the uh, uh, moisturizing spray uh, and also the lip balm, which is a free gift, by the way, with the Ultra Premium Collection. And, of course, everything from Manscaped comes with that lawnmower 4.0 electric <laughs> trimmer to clean off unwanted body hair. I was actually, you know what? I was, uh, I was using it this weekend. It was nice. It's a nice yeah. little, uh, nice little hair trimming. It works on all body hair. You know, Ooh. it really does. Uh, so, yeah. you know, like back of the neck, mm. you know, body groin, uh, mm. chest, mm. uh, back hair. Mm-hmm. I don't know if guys shave their leg hair, but uh, I'm sure it works there as well. Mm-hmm. So a lot of different options of where you could be using Manscaped. The ultra premium collection from Manscaped is 20% off for all certified mama's boy listeners. Just go to manscaped.com and use the promo code Kramer 20 to get 20% off and free shipping. So it's a great little package. You know, maybe, maybe as dudes treat yourself or maybe just a little, yeah, my mom calls it a love token mm-hmm. to, uh, to send to any man in your life. Maybe not your dad. That might be weird, but uh, <laughs> Anyone else might be just fine. Thank you to everyone, by the way, that's taken the uh, online assessment for done for adult ADHD. I saw the greatest Instagram post today talking about adult ADHD. And there's no way I'm going to be able to find this again. I was like, I'll never forget this information. Mm-hmm. And of course, the second I left, I was, uh, I forgot the information. Mm-hmm. Um, am I smart enough to find this again? Uh, it was talking, though, about this woman that had. No, I don't see it. You know how like your explore page on. Dang it. That was so good. It was talking about her symptoms of ADHD, ADHD. I wish I could find it for you. Dang it. Maybe I'll bring it in tomorrow. If I can get this, uh, man, <laughs> I'm so mad at myself. I was like, I'll never forget this stuff. And then of course, the first it's thing right. there's okay, always I, tomorrow. I can't tell you how many shows I plan, radio or podcast. I'm like, okay, this is going to be a great podcast today. It's going to be this, 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 and this. And I sit down. I'm like, wait, what was it? That's AD. That's ADHD right there. Honest to God, that's ADHD. <laughs> so, um, ADHD uh, Dunn is trying to make ADHD care more affordable and accessible to everyone, and that's what they've come to me and a couple other podcasts, our friends at the Upside, and. Uh, 
part of our podcast family. We're the first one they've ever done podcasting with. Mm, so great. if you want to support, let me tell you what you're doing right now. By supporting this initiative, you're really not only supporting the podcast. And this one's free, by the way. You're not, this isn't, you know, sometimes like, hey, go buy this, go buy this. This one, by just taking this online um, assessment, you are helping not just me, but you're helping podcasting in general. Because what we're trying to do is prove how effective podcast advertising can be against other kind of medias like online or mm-hmm. social media or radio or anything else. And I'm trying to, you know, that, that's with these clients like done. So we're trying to do a show that we have awesome audiences that just uh, want to participate. So uh, that's what they've come to us. They want to not only increase the awareness, but they want to show how underdiagnosed ADHD is. Yes. And break the stigma of being able to talk about it because we say things like forgetful. We say things like can't get everything done in a day. I forget God, this, this tweet was so good. It was posted on Instagram. It was talking about all these girls' symptoms of uh, before she got diagnosed with ADHD. Uh, but, but the one that really struck me was like, like not being able to stay on schedule, you know, mm-hmm. if like, or if you wait to the very last minute, mm-hmm. To get things done, you know, if yes. you're like, oh, I'm just, what, what do they call that? Procra- I, I work better under pressure. Procrastination. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. You're a procrastinator. Yes. Sign of ADHD, mm. you know, or I work better under pressure. If you're one of those mm. people, oh, no, no, I just, I'll get it all done. It could be a sign of ADHD. Now imagine, you know, there's friends in your life that don't act like that and just kind of coast through life <laughs> a little easier. <laughs> Uh, they're either don't have it or they're medicated. So, or, or they work with a, with work with somebody a specialist, you know. Uh-huh. Right. So the the thing that Dunn found out was like most people just literally get diagnosed from their general. They, they go into like a general doctor, and there's no one to really go to other than like you could go you could go to a psychiatrist, but you're most likely not going to. Uh, and they're not even specialized in ADHD. So done is, that's the point, done is, all we're asking you to do is take a really quick assessment to find out how adult ADHD affects your life, if at all. So if you could just take this really quick, well, how long does it take? It takes like less three, than five minutes. Three to five minutes. Yeah. Assessment to find out, you know, how ADHD affects your life, if at all. Just text the word done, D-O-N-E, to 888-Kramer8. Done to 888-Kramer8. And uh, you can also go in the show notes if you want to. If you're like, I don't want to text, it's fine. Go to the show notes and there's a link over there. You can just click on that and find out more about Done. All right. We're going to get to Leah in a second before we do certified fans. Hello. So weird saying hello to you and it's being bright outside as I'm recording. (laughs) So nice. It is nice. You know what's so funny about Maryland weather before we say hi is – we are, you know, today, yesterday was like 22. This morning it was like 19, something like that. Uh, I think it's going to be 75 on Wednesday. Oh, yeah. So bizarre. So crazy. Such bizarre weather up mm-hmm. here. Um, anyway, Certified Fans, thank you so much for your support. Appreciate it. These are people that can support our show with a couple bucks a month. And when you do, you get a bunch of perks by doing so. Um, bonus text, special text. Um, you're going to get a, a bonus text from my mom this week for the um the mom text so that'll be fun Mm. and also you get a bunch of uh, perks you get the the facebook page you get to buy merch before anybody else discounts on merch blah 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 Mm. so if you uh if you want to support our show you can always text the word fans f-a-n-s to 888-Kramer8 and you can find out how to support us on there it literally just takes a second to sign up for that and it's just a couple dollars a month. What did we say, Mom? Like 16 cents an episode? Yeah, oh, no. and we're so grateful. And we love having you in our family. 
Nobody joined over the weekend. It's been slow. I don't think we have one person join this month. It's, it's bugging me. Mm-hmm. I just need like, like I three people this month. Be awesome. It's so awesome. Uh, certified fan of the day is number eight. So wow. we're way back today. Yeah. One of the first people to sort of, uh, so by the way, when you uh, join, you get an episode dedicated to you. Yes. And when we don't have anybody new, we still want to thank our certified fans. Right. And, um, so we, we go back and we, we thank people that have been here before and our certified fan today. I know she listens every day. Mm. She has been a certified fan since a day. She was the, literally the eighth person to sign up for this. Mm. Um, and that is Veronica. Veronica, oh. I don't know. Veronica, do we say like your last name is C or B? I'm not sure, but you know who you are. So it's, it's the only Veronica that matters in my life over <laughs> in San Diego. Veronica not only listens to the podcast every day mm-hmm. and she usually listens to it first. I think Veronica works overnight. So oh. she works overnight and then she listens to the podcast when it comes out at 3 a.m. Eastern, which would be midnight uh-huh. over there. And then she um, listens to the radio show as well. Oh. So she'll, at, at 3 a.m. her time, she'll then tune into the radio show and start listening over there. So awesome, Veronica. So I'm, just, I'm so thankful. And she's a certified fan and is literally yes. the eighth person to be a certified fan. Oh, so the best. Not many people. The, the person before you was Jeff Dollar. <laughs> I don't think we actually made it public. No, there's no. a couple people before you, but not many. I mean, like you were like one of the first to hop on yeah. it. Yeah. And you've been here for a long time now. So mm. Veronica, a big thank you to you. For anybody that came, has been here since day one and like <laughs> stuck through this podcast. It was awkward at first and strange and the move and the change. And blah, 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 blah. Uh, we're super thankful for you. So for mm. you, this is your episode, Veronica. Thank you so much for all your love and support. And this is your whoop whoop. A triple for her. Whoop whoop. Whoop to Veronica because we know you're tuned in and we're so happy you're here and we love yep. you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, oh, Mama Text come out today. Yeah. So if you don't, if you're not subscribed to Mama Text, if these are just feel good texts that my mom sends out every Monday and it should make your phone feel good. A little boost <laughs> in the middle of the day. You should get it sometime around lunch. Uh huh. And uh, if you want to join, it's free, by the way, 833-MAMA-TEXT, 833-MAMA-TEXT. Just text the word hello to 833-MAMA-TEXT. You can also sign up in the show notes if you want to do it that way or at certifiedmamasboy.com. And uh, mom, don't forget to do that. (laughs) I've already done it. Okay. Then we're good to go. It's ready to go. That's it, Mom. I love okay, you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Mental Health Monday time. If you're new to this, every Monday, my therapist friend Leah comes on and we just talk about therapy, things, things you might talk to a therapist about, things that make your mental health better. And this is sponsored by our friends over at Dunn who have personalized ADHD care waiting for you with a really quick assessment you can take by texting the word Done to 888-Kramer8. My name is Steve Kramer Yancey. And I am an emotional eater. And I can always tell. If you ever want to know how my mental health is doing, I can always tell you to look for one of two signs. Number one, how fat am I? Number two, how long is my beard? Because if I'm fatter, I'm usually not feeling as good. And my beard's longer, I'm usually not feeling as good. Let's not say fat. Let's say, well, I guess we can say fat. Let's just like heavier. 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 Okay. I'm heavier. I'm not good if I'm... Um, because a lot of people like it's funny because weight, I mean, like your mental health can really affect yeah. your weight in a big way. You see some people that go through something hard and they get really skinny. 
I know. You know, or, or do we not and say skinny either? compliments them and they're like, I'm miserable actually. Yeah, I know. Like, oh my God, you look so great. It was the worst time of my life, but thank you. Yeah. Um, and then there's people like me, like I will, that is my way. You can always tell when I can, when I'm going through something. Yeah. Every time I move, I gain weight because it's like my one comfort thing to go to. Yeah. Um, through my divorce, well, because I had done drugs and so it was kind of bad. Everything was kind of, it was like, I had lost a bunch of weight. Uh, but either way, I mean, either way, it doesn't matter if it's like really lo- gaining weight or losing weight. I feel like eating the way we eat during mental health crises mm-hmm. is can be detrimental at times. Yeah. And that's why Leah's here today. Yeah. Leah, like, it's crazy how food is really used um, mm-hmm. as uh, either, either a friend or a foe during really hard times, you know? Yeah. Because I think... We, well, and I think people either like use it to punish themselves, like to restrict or, mm. or they don't have appetite because of whatever's going on or they overeat out of comfort or overeat because they like, or even eat just a bunch of stuff. Cause it's like, who, who cares? There's nothing, nothing. It, yeah. In the moment though, it feels good. Oh my God, there's nothing, there's nothing more gratifying in the moment. Right. But then I'll literally walk away from it and be like, oh my God, what did I do to myself? I'm a demon. Like what's wrong? Yeah. Um, so what do you like? How do you even recommend what well, to do in the, do you, do you just tell people go for it, F it? Like if it's what gets you through, it gets you through, or is that like a slippery slope? So, well, and I'm not a nutritionist. I want to like preface. That. I think it's like, it's noticing your patterns is the first, first thing. Like if we're just talking behavioral, behaviorally, right. So not like what to eat, but behaviorally, if you're noticing you do eat when you're feeling sad or anxious or stress, it's noticing that. And then trying to titrate off the like the eating as your go-to and switch it for an alternative behavior that'll actually give you like longer term like positive effects like exercise or connecting with a friend or spending time outside um i feel like food's really easy for a lot of people and convenient and so it's just kind of like a quick fix especially you know we we're in this culture of like binging a series and people then just eat like without being without being intentional and mindful about it you're just like shoveling food in your mouth so yeah by the way really quick side note i'm watching euphoria right now which is the most stressful have you watched euphoria on hbo Mm -mm. oh my god it will give you so much anxiety it seems very stressful i don't i just can't can't i don't recommend it no. With I watch a lot of depressing things, but that one seemed just really intense. The whole it time. makes me really want to like not be a terrible human. So <laughs> I don't, I, I can't recommend it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. But, but it's true. Like that's usually what I'll notice is like when I'm being mindless. Mm-hmm. Is that will, Yes. Um, when I am being mindless, I will eat all kinds of just completely terrible, crappy things, you know, like that's just, yeah. That's just what I do, you know? Yeah. Um, but then again, fun. like, could you, could you say, what if I use food as a coping method? Would that be the worst thing in the world? If I can't be like, listen, it's in moderation, right? So like, it's one thing if you like, okay, you had a rough day, you go get like fast food. It's another thing if you do that every single day, right? Cause the thing is too, and again, I'm not a nutritionist, but you need food that is nutritious and that gives you the vitamins and the minerals that your body needs too. And certain foods are going to make you lethargic and tired. And they're But are you going to fault me for that? Like if I'm, if I'm your client and I walk in, I'm like, Leah, I've been eating like shit all week because I'm no. going through a breakup. Are you going to be like, 
well, damn you. No, what are you no, doing? No, I, like, I, I, that's I what I'm trying that. to wonder. Like, like, like is emotional eating the worst thing in the world? Like, do we need it's to not like the worst thing in the world? But I think it can become a slippery slope and then actually like snowball, right? So I think it's no. I would never shame someone. I've done that too. So I'll tell my clients, I do that. Like, I'm like, I'm a sucker for a milkshake and pizza. Like, that's something I love to do when I'm feeling sad or stressed or whatever. But I think it's being cognizant of how often, like it's one thing if you're, over, it's a breakup and you're kind of eating like crap for a week. It's another thing if you do that for like a month, right? And like right. it takes a toll on your body physically and then mentally it makes you feel worse because those foods don't help you with your mental health, right? So it's just like this vicious cycle. Like I think a lot of the processed foods we eat has so much sugar, right? And and not healthy it's fat so and it makes yeah, us so good, so good. I know I love it. It's like, but mm, like I think- I want it right now. Well, Long term, it doesn't help, right? No, I will say, like this is so I can I can notice it right now. I'm trying to like go easy on myself because in these at time of recording, it's cold, it's snowy, it's sh- like the weather's terrible. It's not there, I haven't seen the sun in days. Like, uh, and like my working out patterns off. I'm not working out. I'm, I'm eating more and crappier foods, but I'm feeling like it's kind of getting me through mm-hmm. these hard times and like. Mm-hmm. Part of me is like disappointed in myself because I'm not, I don't have the same levels of energy that I had. Yeah. But then part of me is trying, it's almost like going through the pandemic. I think how many people, how many people gain weight? Yeah. You're still, I haven't quite gotten that weight off. Yeah. During the pandemic because it's, you know, it's, it's, it's so easy to dive into food and to not work out during times of stress. It's like my favorite, my favorite thing to do is to not work out and eat like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're like, I'm your client. I'm coming in one week. You're not upset, but like, isn't that to be a point where you got to like get it together? And I'm just, I don't really know when the point well, is where like emotional eating becomes like really. Well, it's education. I, I can't think it's we can sit here and say, oh yeah, it's fine for a week. But then like, when is it not fine? Like what's, what's the rule here? Well, I don't say like it's a week exactly and you have to be off, but I'll say like, what are some alternative things you can do that are going to provide you relief and maybe longer term relief. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. again, like for me, exercise is really, really, really helpful for me and my like anxiety and mental health. And like, sometimes I'll be in a funk or tired just cause I'm working a lot and I won't exercise. So it's easier to eat than exercise. Right. But then if I'm like, okay, I'll do like just a 15, 20 minute yoga video. Right. Like it'll, it'll won't be high intensity it'll be something that will help me and it does help. And so we'll, I'll just talk about alternatives. So it's like, okay, like eat, you need to eat your meals, eat your meals. But like, if you're, if you're feeling stressed and you just like start, you like walk towards the cupboard or you start to notice yourself, like going down Uber Eats, like what can you do as an alternative that A, won't cost money and B, make you feel mm. sick or crappy long-term in your body. And like, cause if, again, I'm not like, it's not like I'm encouraging diet culture, but there is, you they're alternatives. So it's like replacing eating with an alternative behavior. So again, for me, it's like, I'll try to do a shorter exercise. If I think I'm going to, if I'm just going to food as a cope, like as a prime, just only for coping, not for treating myself, not for like something that's brief, but like, I'm just like going there to cope with any stress or any like negative emotion or unpleasant feeling. So I don't know. I think it varies, but I would just say what's something else you can do that's helpful for me too. I don't know if I, I think I've told you, I've like been really into puzzles like over the pandemic. No, I love puzzles. Yeah. 
And I can do that for like two hours and not yeah, look at it. for like two days straight and not even think about it. <laughs> right. So like finding an activity like that that like is distracting and helpful and that, that maybe is not if you know that like this food's not making you feel good, which at right. the end of the day we all know it's not. But right. like finding an other activity. It's a short time you, instruction, you know? At the end of this episode, all I want to do is go eat shitty food now. I don't think this this really helped. Helped. Well, sorry. <laughs> Can only do so like, much. Why here. all I can think about is French fries right now. Like that's all I want. All I can think I about is like when I'm depressed, yesterday. all the great foods that I eat. Now I want all those foods. <laughs> well, I had French fries yesterday. It was funny. I did it with a snack or a friend. Then I was like, oh, like for dinner now, like I need to. So like I made something at home versus going out because I was like, I can't go out for a snack. I think that's it's about balance. So and good. I, I'm so proud of you. Well, it's balance. Like I don't want to, and because I love, I don't I think life's too short to deprive ourselves of things. But I also sure. think we need to take care of our bodies because that does impact our mental health. I actually started reading this book called From ba- or Balance or Burnout to Balance, mm-hmm. and it's this nutritionist. It's on my actually my Instagram page. Um, I started reading it, and I'm actually going grocery shopping after this to get some of the foods. Like, what foods are good for your mood boost? What goods are good? For, what foods are good for your energy levels? What foods are good for stress and like like um trying to cope with burnout. So like all these kind of like directive of what types of foods is good for what and like how to do it in snacks and your meals. And so again, it's not diet. It's just like focusing on what food's good for you. Right. You know? And that's um, the words of Leah Geary right there. That is. All right. Those are, those are. Your Instagram. I'm going to eat some some shitty food. Um, your, uh, <laughs> your Instagram, Leah. You're a modern therapist on Instagram. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Go check it out. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> it's the worst tagline. I hate it. What do you want to say then? I don't know. And that's the end of your mental health Monday. And that. This is Leah <laughs> signing off. <laughs> this is Leah. That sounds really creepy. Okay, by next week, by next mental health Monday, you need to have your your, your new exit line slogan. New slogan, catchphrase. Okay. Okay, enjoy your daylight savings time today. I appreciate every single second that you spend with this podcast. I really do. We're getting close to 500 episodes. We're getting close to, uh, is it next week? I think next week may actually be our one-year anniversary of the show. Isn't that crazy? Um, yeah, next Friday, a week from uh, a week from this Friday, obviously, next Friday, um, will be our our one-year anniversary of Certified Mama, two-year anniversary of Certified Mama's Boy, which is just, duh, so crazy. Thank you so much for listening. See you tomorrow with a brand new Ask My Mom. Bye-bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.